Welcome to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm a wife, mom, and holistic wellness coach. I have a passion for helping women, particularly moms, prioritize themselves and their general well-being. Because when we take the time to take care of ourselves, everyone wins. My goal with this podcast is to finally help you figure out what works for you to support your overall well-being. And because health is so much more than the size of our body, no topic will be off limits. We're talking about relationships, mental health, even things like finances, because it all plays a role. Some opinions and research shared here might work for you, and some definitely won't. So I encourage you to stay curious, be open to experimenting a little, and take what serves you and leave what doesn't. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm your host. And as always, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, Before we dive in today, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I am currently on a journey or in the process of exploring the idea of weaning down the dose of my medicine and or coming off of it completely. Um, my anti-depression medicine that is and before I do that I did have a conversation with my therapist and she recommended that you know I get my hormones tested before I even consider having this conversation with my prescribing physician Um, and I just think that that's a really smart idea because knowing what I know now about hormone health um, the symptoms that I was presenting with a few years ago were screaming hormone imbalance, particularly estrogen dominant. Um, and so I, I have done a lot of work with a coach over the last you know, year to correct a suspected estrogen dominance um, through you know, lifestyle things and nutritional things. Um, and so I agreed that it was a really good idea to go ahead and get my hormones tested just to make sure that there is you know, not something still lingering that, you know, is being kept at bay by my medicine because you can have all of the, you know, tools and habits and routines and, you know, everything else in the world. Um, But if there is a true root cause issue happening in your body, you still don't stand a chance. Right on your own, um, or you know, it's likely that you know the, these habits and routines and everything—they just won't be enough, and you're still going to suffer from um, some some symptoms, right? So, I talked to um, wh- the providers where I work as a health coach, and they agreed. So we went ahead and ordered what's called a Dutch test. Um, it's the gold standard of hormone testing in functional medicine. So I'm really excited about it. Um, the one that I got, there's a couple different ones you can get. There's one um, that tracks your, your um, hormones like all the way through your cycle, um, particularly because I am a menstruating human that um, is not on any hormonal, hormonal birth control that would be a really great option if I was 
you know, concerned about fertility or presenting with um, lots of symptoms or, you know, a couple other criteria that I didn't quite meet. Um, and so we, we went with this other test that I still have to test during a, a very specific window during my menstrual or my menstruation phase. Um, so I have to take it during a very specific window. It's over two days. So I take um, a couple, it's a urine test. I take a couple samples at night and then a couple samples the very next morning. And then I send it away for a review. It will take, you know, four to six weeks for those results to be compiled and sent back. So I'm still, you know, a little over a week from being able to even take the test. And then we're four to six weeks out from getting the results back. So it will be quite some time before I have another update for you about that. Um, but I said I'd keep you in the loop. So I just wanted to go ahead and start there. But I was on a coaching call earlier this week. It was a group situation and um, you know, we were having a really good conversation about lots of things. And it got to a point where one of the coaches said, <laughs> he said, you know, when you have anxiety, it means that you're living in the future. And when you have depression, it means that you're living in the past. So really, as if, if you're being present where your feet are and really focused on that, you won't have all of these symptoms of anxiety and depression. <laughs> and I really like this person. Um, so um, I was like really conflicted because I feel very, very strongly that someone who is of that opinion, who is like certain that that's all you have to do to not experience what you're feeling is to just be present where your feet are. It's just that easy. Um, they have never dealt with a chronic issue. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about and you shouldn't be listening to them. <laughs> it is messaging like this that kept me from getting the help that I needed for so long because it turned into me whenever I was having these symptoms or these experiences, I would beat myself up and think like, why can't you just be present? Why do you have to focus on this? You know, and it became just another negative thought loop that I couldn't get rid of, um, which is a symptom of anxiety and depression. And <laughs> that thought process kept me stuck in that loop instead of reaching out to my doctor, finding a therapist, talking to a friend, right? So I, I just, I feel very strongly, but this message is very, very prominent in the wellness space. Um, not necessarily in like the functional medicine space, but very much in like the personal development and wellness space. Um, a lot of men feel this way, um, particularly in those spaces, and some women do too. And so if you are someone right now who is struggling with either anxiety or depression, I do not want you to feel like 
you know, this person on this podcast or this expert who wrote this book or whatever, they said that all I have to do is be present with my family and appreciate what I have and then I won't feel this way. I'm also not a doctor, <laughs> but I have been diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and pretty chronic depression. And so I think that I'm qualified enough to say that that advice is a bunch of fucking horseshit. Do I think that there's some truth to it? Sure. If you don't have some kind of chronic condition and you're experiencing, you know, minor, minor symptoms of either anxiety or depression, because those are both very normal human things to experience. And, and again, you don't have or don't have a history of any kind of chronic issue. I think this advice is fine, right? Um, I think that being present where your feet are brings a lot of value to your life and, and really helps eliminate a lot of unhelpful thought processes and feelings. Um, along with, you know, having quality time and, and having quality relationships and all of those types of things, I do think it's sound advice. However, I think to blanketly state <laughs> that this advice is like tried and true and works for everyone, I think is really irresponsible. Um, and because it's so prevalent in this space, I really felt like I had to talk about it today. Um, Another one, another really, really big one is the whole like gut brain connection thing. Like, um, you know, if you have anxiety or depression, all you have to do is eat this way and you won't have anxiety and depression anymore. And again, while I do know that there is truth to that and there is science that backs that up, I also know that if you are really in the thick of things and you are not brushing your teeth every day, you're not taking showers, you're not enjoying, you know, whatever hobbies you have, you're, so you're not participating in those things that you used to love doing, um, you are not going to go out of your way to eat all organic, unprocessed foods and take all sugar out of your diet. You're just not gonna fucking do that. And what is that gonna do? Again, that's gonna create another negative feedback loop in your brain that you just can't shut off. I know because I have lived it. This has happened to me, right? When I was you know, really at my worst, I was consuming all of this content that basically said, you know, take all of these things out of your diet and you'll feel better. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense. But the reality was I, I was doing the bare minimum to basically keep myself alive. There was not a chance in hell I was even going to go to the grocery store, let alone meal prep all of my shit and you know make sure I wasn't eating out and, and all of that stuff. So, <laughs> I really just needed to talk about this today because I get so fired up, as you can hear in my voice, I get so fired up about these things because I 
some people are just fucking negligent and really shouldn't have the platform that they have. I, I have strong feelings about that. But other people, I really believe, just are ignorant and they just, they're unaware of how their messaging comes off, right? And so I just want to be that person for you who understands that there's room for both, you know? Like, go ahead and take some medicine so that you can create a baseline for yourself so that you can work on some of these other things like being more present, like cleaning up your diet, you know, like if you're unable to do these things on your own because of your mental health, feeling bad about that isn't helping your mental health. It's so self-destructive. Um, and so I just want to remind you that there's, again, no one size fits all solution. Um, and if you are seeking mental health content or advice, um, seek it from, I want to be careful about how I say this, seek it from someone who at least has experienced it themselves and is speaking from experience and can be like real with you and be very careful about the so-called professionals out there, right? One of my favorites is Dr. Amen. I know I've talked about him before. Um, that's Dr. A-M-E-N. He is a psychologist. He's huge on brain health. Um, you know, he's got the biggest library of brain scans like in the world. Um, he's really pioneering some, some really great things like, you know, taking certain supplements and eating certain foods and having certain habits and really taking really good care of your brain as an organ and understands that no matter what, there are still some people who are going to need to take some medicine for their brain health, for their mental health, so that they don't feel like out of their skin or they don't feel sad all the time or they don't feel, you know, angry at everyone all the time. Like there, there is a need and a purpose for medicine. That's why we have it. It's unfortunate that in the United States, where I'm from, medicine has become the first line of defense. And so while that's shitty, and is that's the reason why I'm kind of in the space of wanting to explore, like, am I one of those people who needs medicine long-term, or am I not? Um, I feel like I'm in a good place now to find the answer to that question. But a couple years ago, I really wasn't. A couple years ago, when I was really resisting the idea of going on a medicine, it was these two messages in particular. I'm sure there's a ton more out there, but these two felt like they were so prominent in all of the content that I was consuming. And these are the two very specific messages that I was getting that made me feel like I don't need medicine. I just need to do these things. Um, and so I guess <laughs> the point of this is number one to 
be careful who you're getting your content from. Number two, and your advice, your content and your advice. Number two, know that there is room for both. There's no one size fits all solution. And number three, there's no shame in taking medicine. Take your fucking medicine, take it every day, take it as prescribed, um, and don't be embarrassed about it. Like, <laughs> there are so many people who take an antidepressant medicine, and I, I've talked about it before, like, medicine is a very, very important piece of the mental health puzzle for a lot of people. What I think gets missed a lot is that it is a piece to the puzzle. It's not the entire puzzle, right? There are so many other pieces that we still need to help ourselves. Things like, I know everybody hates this word, but things like self-care, things like nurturing our relationships, things like nourishing our bodies, things like moving our bodies, things like um, getting good quality sleep, you know, managing our stress levels, all of those things come into play whether you're taking medicine or not. So while I want to always be an advocate of taking medicine if you're in that space, I also want to be an advocate and a resource for people that want to explore like what else? What else can I do to support myself so that I feel even better? Because when I went from you know the pits of depression to taking medicine as prescribed and once it got all the way into my system, I felt like I was on cloud nine. I could not believe how much more energy I had. I couldn't believe how much nicer I was. I couldn't believe how much my mood had stabilized. I couldn't believe it. And that was two years ago. And as I sit here today, I'm so much further along than that person was just relying on medicine alone. And that's really where the magic happens. And I wouldn't be where I am today if I was just relying on just taking the pill, right? We have to look at the whole person. We have to start treating people like everything is interconnected and not you know, just one symptom at a time. Um, and so anyway, this has been like really top of mind lately. And when I heard that messaging earlier this week, I was like, I have, I have got to talk about this because I feel like it's going to help at least one person, but I feel like it's going to help so many people to just kind of be really honest about some, the messaging that's out there and the ways that it fucked me up and it might be fucking you up too. Um, so anyway, take your medicine, don't be embarrassed, but also take really good care of yourself and start to understand you know, how you can better support yourself to stabilize your mood and increase your energy and you know all of that kind of good stuff. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that you have a wonderful week and until next time, stay well and um, send me a DM or you know, take a screenshot of this and share it in your Instagram stories if this message has resonated with you. I love chatting with you all. Um, so don't, again, don't ever feel like you're bothering me. I love hearing from you and until next time, stay well. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love connecting with you and hearing about what resonates with you. If you connected with something in this episode, do me a favor and screenshot it and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Megan E. Wellness so we can chat about it. This helps me continue to create content that resonates with you and other women just like you. Until next time, stay curious.